Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Sur and the Kodan Armada. Get ready? Prepare for blastoff. Victory of Starfighters, my name is Carlin Jones, and this is a Starfighter full movie podcast. And today we are going to be watching the 2017 fantasy adventure film, Shape of Water. Now, initially, this wasn't my... I've already seen this movie. Let me just start with that. I've already seen this movie, and initially, I didn't really like it. I was under the impression that this was like a prequel to Hellboy, and anyone who has seen Hellboy or loves that movie can understand why. But initially, this movie is requested by my special guest today who says that she didn't like the... Or, or she says she had, she's never seen it. She's never seen this movie. So my special guest today is Noor. Hey, everyone. Noor, we we go pretty far back, don't we? Yes, we do. The year is a little bit debatable, but we do go far back. How far back do we go? <laughs> I would say 20-something years. 20-something years? Yeah. That's right. We did go to elementary yeah, school together, huh? Yes, we did. You remember that first day that we met? Sure. I remember like it was yesterday. <laughs> Let me. When I start telling you the story, I'm sure you'll be like, a light bulb the is going to go off. Are just going to come up. All right. Yeah. So tell me, how did we meet? I remember. I yeah, I remember it was. Um, it was. I want to say third grade. No, let's say fourth grade. Right. I think it was fourth grade. Grade one, but okay. Mm, well, I didn't. I wasn't at that elementary school until third grade really yeah i know a lot of a lot of the people we went to school with went there from first grade or either kindergarten till like to until like you know elementary school was over but i came late i was like in a whole bunch of different elementary schools as a kid oh okay so i remember we were in i was in the cafeteria right mm -hmm. i was doing my thing you know i was a cool guy I was super popular and I Fair. remember you came up to me and you're like, excuse me, but you are so cool. If you can just teach me, like, <laughs> I just want to be as cool as you. And normally when people approach me like that, it's a little bit off putting because I'm not used to a lot of people saying I'm cool. Well, kind of, but I, I was just really taken back by it. You wanted me to teach you how to be cool. You wanted a friend. And naturally, I could only say the only thing that that felt natural to me when someone asks me to teach them how to be cool or to be their friend, mm -hmm. which is no. <laughs> right. I knew where this was going. <laughs> but, oh, but all seriously, we, we've known each other. I want to say... We've known each other since okay. third grade, but we didn't talk to each other until like fourth or fifth grade. Yeah, I did leave Atlanta in fifth grade. So it was, yeah, probably fourth or fifth where we really got to like talking and get to know each other. Right. We used to be in Miss K's class together. Miss K, I remember that. Yeah, even when I came back from like Atlanta for a few years, I like had found her email and her address. And I remember we like used to email back and forth and I actually sent her like a few like cards for like the holiday times or whatnot, but then kind of lost contact. But she was a, she was a really good teacher. 
Well, that's not creepy. You just found her address and just like start sending her stuff. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think she had given me her address when we left. Your story is changing. Know, Your story is changing. Well, either way, I had her address, <laughs> whether I found it or it was given to me. Okay, well, that that's not creepy at all. But sure. it is very amazing to have you on this podcast. Thank and you. I'm excited. Yeah, and you said that you've never seen Shape of Water. No, I don't even know what it's about. I've never seen the trailer for this. And if I did, I don't remember it. Right. But a lot of people at the time of 2017 were talking about this movie because this is a independent film directed by mm-hmm. and forgive me for butchering oh, his name. Oh, you're going to butcher the name. Yeah. <laughs> Moro del Toro. I feel like I did a pretty good job with that one. Yeah. Guillermo sure. del Toro, who has done amazing work from Hellboy, the Hellboy series, which I love, um, Pan's Labyrinth, which I believe everyone should go see. So he he wrote and directed this movie, and a lot of people were talking about it. And I guess none of that talk interests you? No. No, not at all. Okay, well. So we'll, we'll watch this and see. Well, I honestly envy you at this point. I wish I try to go in blind to movies as much as possible. I do too. Like, like when I go to like movies, I don't let, let's say like my other friends or even my sister, like if she sees it before me, like let that influence whether I'm going to like the movie or not. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, um, there was like one movie that I really liked. Oh, it was the Deadpool movies. Oh, I, God. Thought Deadpool, <laughs> I thought they were hilarious. Okay, I'm not going to say that they're the you know great movies, but they were I hilarious. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is funny. So I I went and watched them, and I told my sister to watch them too. And I told her that like you know I found the movies funny. And when she came home, she was so disappointed. She's like, that was not funny at all. I was like, oh, so clearly we have like very different tastes. Now, I can't remember the movie that she saw and she liked and I didn't. For the life of me, I can't remember the movie. But there has been times where like she's seen the movie that I want to see before me. Mm-hmm. And she'll tell me what she thought. And because we have very different tastes, I tried to like, you know, just put on the back of my mind and try to enjoy the movie like without, you know, her like comment or critique or whatever the case may be and just kind of like enjoy the movie on my right, own. Right, right. Yeah, and that's the way to go about it. But yeah, Deadpool. <laughs> oh, come on. It was funny. And I'm a huge Deadpool fan. Like I absolutely love the comics. I love the first time I ever I ever found out about Deadpool was through the Marvel Ultimate Alliance video game, which is like to- totally geeky and whatnot. But absolutely love Deadpool. When I heard Ryan Reynolds was playing Deadpool, at first I was I was like, this is cool. Because he did a good job in Wolverine's Origins. And I loved him as mm-hmm. Wade Wilson. Yeah. But I don't know. I just think... I Maybe it would be better if Ryan Reynolds didn't have such control over those movies. Because you know okay. he writes them. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, he writes them. And that's awful. I, I, thought, I thought they were hilarious. Um, Have you seen his new movie? What's it called? Free Guy? Free Guy. No, I didn't yeah. see it, but I heard people were surprised by it. They actually liked it. I did like it. It was actually pretty good. I think it was the first movie I went back to seeing when 
Ontario finally decided to come out of lockdown because I feel like I've been in lockdown for like 10 years. Oh, shit. Um, you guys just got out of lockdown? Well, we were in, like, we had three stages. So once we reached, like, certain amount of, like, cases and vaccines and certain, like, whatever our health people were, oh, okay. you know, yeah, yeah, using yeah. as a criteria, we had stage one where, like, certain things were open and then stage two where another certain things were open and then stage three where, like, basically everything's open but mm-hmm. with still, like, restrictions. So I believe movie theaters opened up in stage two. So it's been open for a bit. Yeah. But um, for the first, like, I think two weeks, we didn't have any, like, new movies. It was all, like, the old stuff until they started bringing the new ones. And then right now our cases are going up. I'm really afraid I'm going back into lockdown, but you know, I don't want to talk about it. No, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Well, it's interesting to say the least over here in Georgia too. Um, well, people, let me, people just don't act like there is a lockdown or there is a virus down here. <laughs> no, like, don't get me wrong. We have anti-maskers, anti-vaccinations, like at the airport downtown, like, they're everywhere like trust me some people don't even wear a mask anymore some people like don't even like bother with the rules or the restrictions here too but the thing is though i find with like ontario um like i'm from ontario canada i live in toronto um i feel like ontario has been in lockdown for so much longer compared to everywhere else in canada and we've just been so fed up to the point that now we're just like we don't care anymore Okay, yeah, like, we're, we're definitely going to talk about that during the movie because I was reading something about Australia literally going to war with their with their government. Australia, they had two cases and they're like in like a 45 day lockdown or something like that. Right. They're they're totally going to war with their with their government mm-hmm. and the people in charge because they're just like, no. <laughs> but I don't get it. Like for two cases, like, I mean. They they have been on the better side of COVID, like being you know on top oh, of it. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, having Them their in New life Zealand, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but I mean, for two cases to cut the shortly to like go into full as like countrywide lockdown, I think it's a little extreme. I don't know if it was like two hundred cases, maybe, but like for two, I can I can only imagine hearing someone cough at a grocery store, and then the manager's just like, "Oh, shut this shit down." <laughs> <laughs> everyone get out honestly honestly i've learned to sneeze so quietly in public now because the last thing i need is someone to be like COVID. right oh my goodness <laughs> oh my goodness well with that said let's get right into this movie so starfighters sure. uh we are going to be watching shape of water once again the 2017 uh fantasy adventure film i have no idea where this uh, movie is streaming, but you can check the description uh, box below and I I would probably find it later for you. Uh, but if you happen to have the DVD or you find it somewhere, uh, please follow along with us. So with that said, we are going to start this movie in five, four, three, two, one. So, Noor, mm-hmm. before yes. we were recording, we were talking about. Um, Am I pressing pause? Are you said, are you pressing pause? Yeah, should I press pause or no? No, we we're talking. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Think of no. Think of this as like you know commentary, like what you would see on like DVDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And you know, of course, we're just there's gonna be periods where we're just watching it because obviously this is your first time watching it. Yeah. But you told okay, you me said before we were recording. Yeah. What did I yeah, say? I said you, a lot of things. Yeah. You said <laughs> well, the one that stuck out the most. You said that you oh, have a split personality disorder. Or your other personality, you like to wear wigs to try to, you know, set yourself apart from your other personality? I think you misunderstood what I said. I said that I wear wigs and I've given my wigs names and I wear my wigs for mm. fun, for Have you told your family this? Yeah, my family knows I wear wigs. I used to even have like a mannequin head on my desk and I used to change my wigs once a week and display it. And what was their reaction to this? They were fine with it because, okay, so this is why, this is where it started. I've always really wanted to dye my hair that like gray silver, but because my hair is very dark naturally, a lot of hair salons won't do it. And they're like, it's box dye. I'm like, it's not box dye, but they're afraid that my hair is going to fry. And because I have a lot of thick, like Persian Middle Eastern hair. Oh okay. my god, I thought that was you for a second. First <laughs> first of all, never have I ever heard a woman <laughs> say that she wants to dye her hair gray. <laughs> no, but like you know how it was like that trend where people did like that gray silver hair? That's what I wanted. So because no one would do it for me, I was like, fuck it, let me just go get a wig. So I got uh like a gray silver wig and my parents are completely fine they're like you know instead of damaging your hair if this is what you want fine and the obsession started growing from there when i got like all different colors and lengths and styles so you said your family's fine with it you want to know what i think that your family feels about it sure i think what you think, think my family thinks i think that when your parents found out about it they're like sure sure nor okay and then once you left the room i'm sure they looked at each other and they're like well she'll grow out of it right (laughs) actually funny you say that i just kind of like changed my room setup a little bit and i kind of had this like bin where i had all my wigs in there my mom kind of just looked at me she's like so are you still gonna wear your wigs i'm like well one mom i've been in lockdown for like a year and a half now like almost pushing two years i've had i haven't had anywhere to go i'm like however there are Mm. certain colors and styles i have like felt like i outgrown um i might just give them (laughs) to my baby cousin because like she likes wearing wigs when i mean baby cousin isn't like my younger cousin because she she also has a split personality disorder No, she's actually a fashion designer. She's been doing like a lot of runways, uh, fashion shows. Uh, She's also just is doing, she's a fashion director for like an indie movie that they're making in Toronto right now. So like she likes to just, yeah, um, she likes to just get a little funky with her fashion. Like the wigs just help, you know, put the whole look together. She has like a few, so I can just give her some colors that she doesn't have. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't have a split personality. Let me just make that very clear. I just have wigs that have names. And it's not like I become a different person when I wear them. I just like to give the wig a name. Okay. Yeah. You don't sound crazy right now. (laughs) I don't. I know I don't. 
so this actress, if I'm not mistaken, um, maybe I am. She was in a movie called Submarine that I really like. That I also reviewed Gosh. on my channel. She put a timer on. Hey, sometimes you got to time yourself. Some people spend all day doing that and they lose serious track of time. Did you watch this in theaters when it came out? Yeah, yeah. So, where I live, there's like, there's actually quite a few theaters. But there's one theater that's kind of like a lot of people don't go to. So, I love going there because whenever I do try to watch something, it's usually just me in the theater. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so then I can pretend I'm a billionaire and I just brought a theater to rent. For the day or for the year but only use it for that day <laughs> wait she doesn't speak uh yeah she's deaf uh -huh. So this movie's already like really pretty and I would expect nothing less from Del Toro. Mm -hmm. And you said you haven't seen Pan's Labyrinth. You haven't seen the Hellboy movies. You're really missing out. I've heard of the Hellboy movies. The other one I've never heard of. Yeah. So you cannot like the stories or whatever from Hellboy and mm -hmm. Pan's Labyrinth. That's completely fine. I've seen Pan Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, probably like five times and I have no idea what the fuck's going on in that movie but it's just like <laughs> so why do you keep watching it well it's because the set dressing the 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 art direction the practical effects practical makeup it is like oh, so it's a good movie just not a good story no 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 I mean I oh. like the story but okay the story might not be for everyone because it's a little I bit see. like it could maybe, it could maybe sound like like a like a video game RPG a little bit, which I'm sure you don't know what that means either. <laughs> no. So it brings up an interesting question. I always think about: Would you rather be blind or deaf? Deaf. Really? I'd rather be blind. I've traveled too much and seen too many like 
beautiful scenes that like if I was blind and I couldn't see that like that's just that's just very sad but you said you've already seen it so why not be blind because I know there's other places that I want to see but I could be deaf like that's fine I could read lips or I can learn sign language but Mm. to not be able to see like at all that's just crazy yeah I think I wouldn't mind. It, the thing is with me, I rather, I just want to hear things. I'm a huge on music. So. Yeah. So like the, the only thing that I could think that I would really, really miss would be music because like for movies and TV shows, I could put subtitles on, like, you know, I could, there's a way to get around it, but music is the one thing that I can't, but if I had to pick music and like seeing, I think I, I would still rather want to see. So this actress, the black woman, uh, she's in a lot of movies. She's in a lot of movies. Yes. I feel like from the past five years now, I feel like she's been horribly um, typecast. Okay. Are they in like a science? Yeah, some type of like lab. Some kind of science lab. Yeah, some type of top secret science lab. Yeah, oh Jesus. You said what? So, oh Jesus. You know, like I knew something was going to happen, but still, still shook me. Wow, you get scared easily, huh? Very. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember you telling me you really don't like horror movies. Um, I'm the same way. But I have a friend who's been trying to get me into them mm-hmm. as of recently. And she told me to look up. Um, at first, we watched Child's Play. And then after that, she told me to look up Hell Hellraiser to see if I would like it. Child's Play is Chucky, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that movie is goofy as hell. But Hellraiser, 
I try to look up that movie, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's it's so weird to the point where I'm like, all movies, all movies have a purpose. I believe that all movies have a purpose. But I look mm-hmm. at that movie and I don't understand why someone would make that. Sorry, what movie? Hellraiser. See, because I don't watch horror movies, like I genuinely don't know, like the names when it comes to horror movies. Yeah, it's an eighties film. Down to the beginning of my car. Sorry. Um, with horror movies, I started actually watching, um, you know, the TV show American Horror Story? Yeah. So I started watching that, but I literally can only watch it in the daytime and with someone. Like, I genuinely can't watch scary shit because it it will really make me paranoid and have, like, nightmares. So I started with that. But that's and... mainstream horror, right? Mainstream horror yeah. is not really scary. They just try to exactly. just do a bunch of jump scares and think that it's horror, which I learned exactly. that's not really what horror is. Exactly. Because, like, my sister loves horror movies. Like, like she laughs at them. Like, that's how much she loves them. And when she watches American Horror Story, she's like, this isn't really horror. It's, as you said, mainstream horror, or it's like, you know, it's very jumpy, or it's very, like, Roanoke is very gory. Um, But it's not, like, scary. And I still don't think that I'm ever ready to watch, like, horror movies. Like, I can't. Hmm. Yeah, I need to find someone who's never seen Friday the 13th. Or not Friday the Thirteenth, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, so I can watch that for the first time. It was, I haven't seen it, but I'm also not gonna watch it. Shit, <laughs> scaredy cat. I honestly am like, like I can't even like argue that. Well, let me tell you something. I don't, I don't fear these horror villains. I don't fear Freddy Krueger. I don't fear Jason. I don't fear Chucky anymore. I don't fear. I don't feel Hellraiser. I don't feel, I don't fear any of these people, of these horror villains. You know why? Why? Because they love black people. (laughs) And they really, really, really are racist towards white people, which is why they kill them in all their movies. (laughs) Am I right? That's why it's never scared me. And I've almost looked at them as like, I don't want to say like a hero, but well, maybe. Isn't us about a black family? Right. So that's, but that there's no, there's no horror villain in those uh, Jordan Peele movies, right? They're just stories. Oh, okay. Right. Something like Friday the 13th, it's a consecutive villain that's doing these things and mm-hmm. he's doing it to white teenagers. So that's your justification for watching them? No, I don't watch them at all. I'm telling you why oh, I don't fear just, them. That's what I was saying. So that's your justification for not fearing them? Right. Because they have no, They don't want to kill me. Mm-hmm. They want to kill me. No, you're not white either. Technically, no. Yeah. If Freddy Krueger was in your house, he'd be like, what up? 
he wouldn't do anything to you. He'll honestly say, have you seen like the white family? Are they around? (laughs) (laughs) My sister would probably want a photo. And besides, I'm not going to fear Freddy Cougar because the guy who who plays Freddy Cougar also plays the old grumpy man in the Disney movie, The Paper Brigade. So there's no way I'm fearing him. (laughs) You remember that movie? I think so. He's the paper brigade. I just noticed this movie is very green. The walls are green. Her outfit's green. Everything's green. Right. I think that's supposed to be a bit of um, imagery. A water reference. Yeah. Yeah. yeah from the water reference. Which is kind of like. Uh, okay. I think this scene right now is just a little too much green. You have a thing against green people? Uh, there's no green people, first of all. Do you like the Grinch? How the Grinch stole Christmas? I love the Grinch. Let me tell you, I watched the Grinch like three times minimum during the holiday time, and I watch it at least once a month. That's how much I love the Grinch. That's amateur work. I used to watch that movie every night before I go to sleep. Now you're just showing off. Yeah, well, it's my favorite movie of all time, and I have a theory about that movie. Really? The Grinch is your favorite movie of all time? Yeah, I know a lot of people think it's The Last Starfighter, and sometimes I might tell myself that, but it's honestly How to Grinch Stoke Christmas. That's interesting. I did not know that. Well, it's my favorite movie of all time because uh, I think the story is pretty cool and all that stuff, but then also there's just a lot of things left unexplained in the movie to the point where I've made up my own theories. Like for example, um, I believe, and I wholeheartedly believe this and I might be able to prove it to a point, but I believe that Cindy Lou who it is dead. And I think she's been dead for a long, like a very long time. And I think she's this ghost or spirit. That's kind of just hovering around Whoville and just talking to people. But not really, but nobody, it's like she's talking to people, but people never respond to her. They ne- No one in the movie ever uh, talks to her directly. Right? I'm actually thinking about like what you just said and also watching this at the same time. I think you're right. No one actually really does talk to her. No, every every time she has a dialogue with somebody is as if they're talking to themselves. So even at the beginning of the movie, when she's with her dad, or yeah, supposedly yeah. with her dad uh, at the store, and she says, he, he what, first off, the thing he says is as if he's talking to himself. He's like, man, nothing beats Christmas, huh? And she says, doesn't this seem a little bit too much, a little too superfluous? Which, by the way, I don't know what eight-year-old or nine-year-old little girl is using Ivy League mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> vocabulary. Vocabulary, yeah. Right. So clearly she's been living a long time, watching people, listening to them, picking up uh, different words and phrases. Um, But yeah, never does she talk to anyone directly. There's always people talking to themselves. I'm going to rewatch The Grinch soon and see. Like watch it like with that mindset. Yeah, 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 you should do that. And then also... um, yeah, there's just so much I can dissect with that movie. I was thinking about doing a, like a, an analysis thing for my channel about that. 
but it wouldn't really be an analysis. It would be more like a theory. I'm going to say more like, so your theories? Yeah, something like that. That's lovely. It's a finger. This girl just picked up two fingers as if it was like nothing. Yeah, you can tell she into some freaky shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. This cannot end well. So your favorite movie of all time is Grinch. That's so interesting. Yeah, I can name my top ten favorites, like, off the top of my head right now. All right, what are they? Um, so I just want to say, anyone who, who's seen Hellboy, that thing looks just like Abe Safian. Even the actor who plays Abe Safian in the Hellboy movies, Doug Jones, is acting or performing in this movie as that as that monster. So I just want to put that out there. <clears throat> so, um, my top 10 favorite movies of all time. My number one goes to How to Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, my number mm -hmm. two is um, The Last Starfighter, which is basically what this whole thing is. Um, my number three goes to uh, Clerks, the 1994 Kevin Smith film. Uh, my number... Um, Four goes to Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Uh, number five goes to Ben Hur, the 1959 uh, classic oh, with uh, Charles Heston. Um, my number six would honestly probably be uh, Risk Cutters. The 2007 film. Uh, number eight would probably be um, Swamp Fan. It's a 2002 movie. Um, I know a lot of people don't like that, but it's just very nostalgic for me because I used to watch it with my brother a lot. Oh, let's see. Number nine might be... Oh, crap. I don't know. Maybe now I'm stumped by my 9 through 10. So far, I've only seen two of those movies. But what about you? What's your favorite movie of all time? Yeah, I'm going to get a lot of judgment from this from you, but Harry Potter. That's... Literally, like, one, one to eight count. is, like, number one spot. That doesn't count. <laughs> why harry potter movies don't count why so i have a thing with harry potter movies in sense of they're not really i mean of course they're movies but they shouldn't be judged as movies because one no harry potter movie has ever aged we have never allowed it to age because it has always been in the form of like media since ever you can't go a weekend okay. without seeing it on TV. And you can't okay. go a month without clicking on it and just seeing like what what part is this movie on. So the movies have not aged and they haven't necessarily grown with you or maybe they have grown with you but 
you know, you can never see it from like a, a point of view as like, oh, I haven't seen this movie in years. Let's see if it still holds holds up. I'm pretty sure any Harry Potter movie that you've seen, or, or I know you've seen them all, but any Harry Potter movie would pretty much be the, like the exact same feeling you had when you first watched them. Yeah, they were. So. I actually watch the Harry Potter movies like probably like I do like a Harry Potter marathon like once every like two or three months. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, they count for me because I genuinely love the movies so much. Oh my god, my number two, you're really gonna judge me. I love the Mamma Mia movies. Oh, yeah, I just watched the first one all the way through, like, I think last year. Oh my god, we should watch the second one together. I freaking love the second one, too. Well, that could that could probably work, because I had no interest in seeing that second one. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I do, I do love the music, especially from the first one. After I heard Jesus they Christ. did that um, ABBA song, I couldn't get yeah. that out of my head. Well, everything is an Apple song. Oh, wait, every song on there? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. They made the musical. Well, this was a musical before, right? Before it was a movie. Right. They used the album to make the musical. Wait, they let this thing just roam free? Right? it's chained but like even if it's chained this thing just took someone's fingers off right I mean after number one and two there's just a bunch of movies that I really really like but I don't know if I've ever actually saw it and been like hey what's my top ten like favorite movies hmm Like, I really liked, um, The Departed. That was a really good movie. Oh, yeah. Um, The entire, like, Marvel world counts as, like, one. Just stop. (laughs) (laughs) They're not good movies. Oh, come on. I enjoyed the I hell out of Iron Man 3. I thought that was fantastic. I thought that was the worst Iron Man. Oh I liked God. Iron Man 2. Just get off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you said Iron Man 2 is the best one? I really liked Iron Man 2, yeah. Get the fuck off the podcast. <laughs> Iron Man 3 is the one that he has all of those Iron Mans, right? Yeah, yeah. and Iron Man 2 is like the most forgettable movie, right? Besides Thor, The Dark World. Throw the dark world we don't talk about. That yeah, we don't talk about Iron Man 2. <laughs> no, Iron Man 2 was the one with the guy with the electricity. Yeah, Whiplash. Yeah, that's a good movie. No, it's, it's a forgettable movie. It's so no, forgettable. No. Are you excited for the Spider-Man movie? I know that trailer just dropped. I am. But see, this is the thing. I'm just not a fan <laughs> of Spider-Man, to be quite honest. Okay. 
but with this whole multiverse being opened because I've, I've been following with WandaVision and Loki Loki's like literally my favorite I love Loki that could be another you know conversation but um like keeping up with all the like uh movies and tv shows I'm really excited to see this one and see how like hopefully it all ties in together Hmm. and I'm really excited to see three spider-mans if that like is true yeah listen I'm not even gonna get into it because there's a lot of things I don't like about it and a lot of things that are just like doesn't make sense so I'll spare you the headache but um the only thing I'm excited for is so they're filming um they're going to be filming Moon Knight next to me so I like I'm trying to like work on that show because I'm a huge Uh Moon Knight fan okay yeah read his comic books and all that jazz The new Marvel movie, what is it called? Shangli the th- and the Ten Rings. Shang- yeah, uh, that one comes out next week. Yeah, they're saying that's going to be like the first ever Marvel cinematic movie that's going to flop. That's because they're not promoting it. Well, in all honesty, I haven't seen any promotion on it. Well, okay, if you want to be honest, I think Black Widow flopped. Okay. Here's and this is all just because of, of 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 COVID. Yes, exactly. I was gonna say that. Like, I like Black Widow. Like, I love her character, and I did like the movie. But you're right. I think that it did flop because of COVID. It should have came out when it was supposed to, and the way that they wanted to, and everything, and it would have done a lot better. But COVID did fuck it up big time. Okay, it made it made a hundred and seventy one million dollars, which, in all honesty, that's a shit ton of money. That's a lot of money for us, but for a studio, something like twenty million, making twenty million, twenty million, twenty million to forty million, um, back is pretty bad, because that mm-hmm. honestly is like just like a light bill for them. Yeah. So making over a hundred million. Sure, that's good for some movies, but for Marvel, that's honestly like you're not making these movies just to make a hundred million back. Yeah. Another thing that I I guess disliked about Black Widow was that Black Widow falls in the timeline before Infinity Wars, right? Mm-hmm. So if you watch the end credit scene, you see that Black Widow dies before even watching Endgame. And that is a huge huge spoiler for anybody that like hasn't seen the whole like you know marvel Uh, cinematic movies that's such a huge giveaway of not seeing the final two movies and you know that she's gonna die i think that is so shitty right when i literally watched that end credit scene and it finished i'm like so we find out black widow dies before she actually dies in the end game and my friends just looked at me and i was like well this is before infinity wars so it's before she dies. Am I the only one that felt like her her boob was fake? <laughs> Who's boob? This girl or Black Widow? No, no, her saw we didn't see Black Widow's boob. Actually, her boobs are fake, but that's different. This woman that was on the screen, like when she pulled it out, that it looked faked. 
don't know. I mean, I've seen that on set where certain actresses or actors are not, they don't have nudity in their contracts, so they try to just do different things to kind of make up for it. Oh, like what? Like with like fake boobs and stuff like that? Well, that's what it looks like. But I mean, I've seen kind mm-hmm. of, I mean, I haven't seen, but I've like, certain actors will say like, they only want you to like film like a side boob. Right. Right. It's like no nipple at all. She's just casually waiting for this creature. Yeah, so what else were we talking about? We were like, so we were talking about the cinematic universe. That's right, we were talking about Spider-Man. You're not excited for Spider-Man, the trailer and no, all no, that stuff. I, no, no, I am excited. I just don't like Spider-Man. Okay. That's right. Yeah, like, I'm not crazy about his, like, like storyline in general, but, but because of this movie, I'm like... I am excited because it's supposed to be linking with a whole bunch of other, you know, right. like WandaVision and Loki. And like well, well, that's what they all do. They do. So I have seen all the Spider-Man movies because they are all linked. But I just think that Spider-Man's like my least favorite. Let me put it that way. You know, I got called to work on Loki, but I didn't do it. Oh, you should have so done it. Yeah. It I literally all, like, the- on a holiday and I couldn't do it. I love Loki. Um, that actor's cool. I don't really care for Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Oh, he's so cute. Yeah, I saw an interview. He was like, I want to do this character forever. <laughs> well, he said that if they allow him to do Loki forever, he would do it. Mm-hmm. I've seen that interview. <laughs> but yeah, well, that's the new thing for actors these days. Once you get on a superhero show, it's almost like you're set for life. Yeah. Well, I don't think Chris Evans wanted to do Captain America anymore, right? Who did? Chris Evans? Oh, no. Yeah, his contract was up. Same thing with Downey Jr. Yeah, they had 10 years. Crazy contract. Scrooge just asked if you're okay. It's like a full-ass glass like thing. You probably don't even feel that. Look at this guy. I know we've been talking through a lot of it, and I know this is your first time watching, and I've already seen it, but even like just glimpsing at it again, shit is so... It's just like... Why should we care? I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, so far it's a little boring. I'm not gonna lie. And everything is green. Even the three cars parked outside of the damn house was green. This paper is green. That building everything is green. green. Everything <laughs> is green. Like, this guy's it. teeth it's a, is green. It's a movie about a water sea creature. I understand it's supposed to be green and blue. Look at his I car. Think we just it's green. Literally. I think the, the the green and blue's overdone. And we're only thirty minutes in. 
So another thing to the actor director Del Del Toro, as fantastic as he is, he actually got sued for uh, plagiarism for this movie. Oh really? Yeah. For he, what? Uh, for for stealing someone. Like what did he copy? I, I know what plagiarism is. I meant for what did he steal? <laughs> uh, I don't know what the source was if it was based uh-huh. on something. So. They didn't say so. Obviously, I just assumed that someone already wrote this before, and he just took it. Well, now I'm interested to see what the original one was. Right. Well, I mean, it's like no original movie or anything. It's just like the script itself. Mm-hmm. So, normally, in terms of media, when people of celebrity status get sued, when it's not true. We all hear about it, but when it is, they usually don't tell anyone. So once that whole keep it hush, hush. yeah, so once that whole thing happened, you just didn't hear yeah. from it again. Mm. Oh, it's probably on his wiki. Can we just take in how much green is in this scene right now? Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Remember how you were talking about how there's a movie theater that you go to because, like, no one really is there, so you're just watching the movie by right, yourself? Right, So when Mamma Mia 2 came out, I actually saw it four times in theaters. Like, that's how much I loved the first one, so, like, I went to see the second one. The first time I watched it, it was, like, premiere night. Okay, I don't actually don't know if it was premiere night, but it came out, like, on a random Wednesday night. And, and no one me and my there. friend went to... No one was there. It was literally me and my wow. best friend. We sat in the middle of the theater. And when I tell you, I was belting the song down the top of my lungs. Because it was just me and her in the theater. It was honestly, like, one of the best, like, movie experiences that I had was, like, being in the theater by myself. Well, with my best friend. And then I watched it with my best friend again and my other one, because the other one couldn't come that night. Then I saw it with my family... Because I dragged them to it. <laughs> and then I think I went and saw it again with my sister. I went four times. Hmm. Yeah. yeah I do like the first one better than the second one, but the second one is really good too. Okay. Yeah. Then, um, then we can definitely watch that one. There are definitely movies that I want to see in theaters that I never had the opportunity to. Ah. Uh. Scrooge just casually has her lunch with this thing. Oh. Is he not in water?
Yeah, it's very hard to to care. About this movie? About everything in this movie. <laughs> even the, the protagonist. And I even said it. I, had a, uh, I did a podcast earlier today, and we were watching Office Space. Um, I, I, I told my guest that for a movie, and even a TV show, I don't have to like the characters i don't have to i don't have to like the protagonist i don't have to like them i don't even have to hate them but i need to understand what journey they're going on right i need to know what their flaw is and i need to know what type of journey they're going to take to either fix that flaw or make it worse And so far, I don't really, I'm not getting any of that from this protagonist. To be honest, like, I'm, I'm just confused on what's going on. Like, I mean, I get what's going on, but I also don't get what's going on, if that makes sense. Maybe that's the intent of this movie. Maybe. That's how I felt about Pan's Labyrinth. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Everything looks so cool. Definitely this does not look cool. Well, oh, you, you don't like the green tint? No. The movie? Everything. Green. <laughs> Every freaking thing is green. The only thing not green right now is his shirt. Everything else looks green. So I watched a really good movie that I would recommend to you um, last Thank year, you and it's been one of my favorite movies. Mm, what'd um, you watch? You saw what? What'd you watch? I watched. Um, so wait, do you like subtitle films? Uh, I don't mind them. Sometimes I put subtitles on for like a movie that I'm watching. Just okay. it sometimes makes it easier. Right, right, right. So I don't like subtitle films. <laughs> I'd rather just like not watch them. But this movie's all subtitles and it's a Korean movie. But what interests what was interesting about it is they don't speak a lot in the film and it's all just about what the characters are doing. That kinda oh, okay. paints paints the picture. You know what it kinda reminded me of? What? Mr. B. He doesn't talk. You said this guy reminds you of Mr. Bean? No, the movie that you were describing. Oh. It's like, kind of like Mr. Bean movies. He doesn't talk. He right, just, right. Like, yeah. acts and like, yeah. It's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, but this one is, this isn't a comedy. So it's a Korean film called uh, Spring, Summer, Fall, Winter, and Spring Again. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. And it's the most incredible movie you can ever watch. It would literally make you into a better human being really yeah it's it's about so it's about so each each season that i 
told you the spring summer and all that this mm-hmm. the movie is about a little kid who lives with a monk and you know okay. he's like his apprentice so yeah. that's what the movie is about and it's a coming of age movie about the kid growing up and each season that they show throughout the movie is how many like kind of like years have passed and you're kind of seeing his life kind of evolve oh okay yeah it is incredible absolutely incredible you kind of text me the name so i can remember yeah i'll text i'll text you right now you can watch it on tubi tv for for free Tubi TV? Yeah, you I don't know. think that's free in Canada. Oh, that's right. Us Americans do nah, do a little bit things Narnia. better than you Canadians. Apparently, I live in Narnia compared to the states. I wouldn't say Narnia. Which, More like no, no. What kills awkward. me is that sometimes, no. What kills me is sometimes when I'm on YouTube and I want to watch a video and it says like, "Oh, sorry, it's unavailable in your country," and I'm like, well, "Where the fuck am I living? Narnia? Like, right. I live in Canada." Yeah, that bothers me. Who is this guy that she sees? I think that's like her landlord or something. I think this woman just needs to open a dating app. Or just make some new friends. Yeah. Or open a dating app. <laughs> Why not? Or you can start with friends. Maybe she's like friends with her landlord and like with the girl at work. And then falling in love with a sea creature. Right. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, she needs to get out more. She really does. I love green. Like, all I'm seeing is green. <laughs> this, like... Yeah, it is not pleasant, really. No, this filter that they also have on that makes everything look green is not cute. 
and working in film for me like you'll get like sometimes all you can see is certain colors when you go outside and you kind of look at things like for example like when we hang up lights sometimes if you're outside and there's a lot of grass around or a lot of trees then the lights that you put up and you're shooting at the actors they would reflect green ish tint onto them just because there's just grass there and we put no, like a this pinkish is deliberately green yeah well oh, yeah but green yeah but i just after working for so long i can't unsee these things <laughs> even like even if this movie didn't have the tint and it was just shot like regular i can st- i can probably still like see like hints of whatever color is like in this diner I just like seriously it's blowing my mind how everything is green in this movie. Oh wait, you're a Gryffindor, aren't you? I'm a Slytherin. Oh okay. Oh. Oof, that was a close one. I almost I almost hanged up this call. <laughs> no, I'm Slytherin. I knew that's why we were friends. Hmm. But wait a second. Are you like you're a Slytherin, but are you like down with us? Down with what? Hello? What? You said down with and then you didn't finish. Sorry, I was I was watching the racism play out. So, I know we were talking, but you didn't see it. But he tried to make a pass out of him because he's uh, he's gay. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. So the guy talking to the that guy tried to he tried to come on to him, and I guess yeah, obviously he wasn't having it. So thing I want to say real quick, I have a problem with films like this trying to is as if they have like a checkbox that they're just trying to fill out to put in movies so they can say that their criteria is for certain uh, demographic audiences. For example, I didn't like the movie Lady Bird when it came out because I felt like that wasn't a movie. It was just a piece of media that tried to have all these things in it to try and say, hey, we're for LGBT, we're for animal rights, we're for this, we're for that, and for this. Uh, I see what you mean. Right. Because in Lady Bird, it's about like the girl about to go off to college, and then she finds out this boy that she was kind of likes but not really likes he found out that he's gay and he has a hard time telling people he's gay but then that doesn't matter because we don't see him throughout the whole movie and then we find out like she has a problem with her mom it's just a lot with the movie that didn't need to happen i felt like when they put like too many issues and like topics into one movie right or even like sometimes tv shows i find that too especially with tv did you did you ever watch the Netflix show uh, Spinning Out? No. 
Okay, it's about a figure skater who deals with like bipolar disease. Now, I would say like the hmm, topic spinning out. Come, I get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the topics that they did cover, like with bipolarism, um, they even talked about racism, disorders, anxiety, um, like sexual assault, like like a lot of topics. Right. Now, it got canceled after the first season, which I found very disappointing because if they allowed like maybe like two or three seasons, they could have like developed those like topics and like kind of like branched off on them and like maybe did like one season like or like half a season on specifically one topic and then another topic right i just felt like as as good as a show it was because of all the topics i also found that there were just too much topics it's like every episode it was like something else and it was like we didn't really deal with the situation for the last episode you know i agree with that and that's why i got canceled because it was trying to listen a lot of these Netflix shows, Netflix don't don't make them. A lot of the time, Netflix doesn't make them. I would say like 80% of the time. Mm-hmm. It's like other studios and literally independent filmmakers are just making something and they pitch it to Netflix. And normally these people who make these uh, this content have an agenda to check, have like a checkbox of every single um, thing that's happening in today's world and try to put it mm-hmm. in their uh, into it. Yeah. So they can get it viewed. Yeah. And that's why first of all, that's why Netflix is in serious trouble with their content right now. Cause as you can see, Netflix is like literally last place in terms of streaming services. Yeah, there's not that much good things on Netflix anymore. Or like even their like own Netflix stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot of good content. Um, A lot of their subscribers are canceling their memberships. And um, also, it's as if Netflix is too impatient with their shows. And if it doesn't have the the results they want right away, they immediately cancel it first season. If they're, I think they track the views for like the first like three weeks, maximum four. And if it's not up to like par, they just cancel it. I think it was something like that that I read. Which is so. Because there was a few. Oh no, go ahead. Oh no, because I was just saying that there was a few Netflix shows that I like. I had um, seen like with obviously lockdown. There was really nothing to do. Like I've, I've seen like a lot of like shows, um, and I was always wondering like, is it going to be renewed for like another season or not? And like some of them did get canceled. Some of them. I think they did get renewed, but they based their like renewal on yeah, like the first like like three four weeks of its being released. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's very interesting, and then it's also the content that they're putting out, and I say that as in like who their audience is for most of the time. Like, there's like constant netflix shows being filmed here and when i get emails to like join them it almost makes me sick to my stomach like just the title of titles of them and like reading them like like i got asked to do like this show called teenage bounty hunter and i'm like just the title alone i'm like what the fuck is this (laughs) that does not sound 
That does not sound interesting. There's actually a lot of uh, Netflix shows shot here in like Toronto, Mississauga area. Yeah. Like spinning out was shot here. Um, Never have I ever was shot here. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh, what was that one? The ballerina one. Tiny oh, pretty lies. You you like those movies though. I'm that gonna, they film I'm in gonna, Netflix or that they do on Netflix. Listen, I'm guilty. I've seen all of them that I just named, but it's it's also because like I've like they're ten episodes and like thirty minutes or tw- like less than an hour each. I could finish it in like within a day, and like it's just something to watch. Right now, was it good? No, it's not the best. Like, never have I ever is one of those, like, typical, like, teenage girl, like, drama, um, like, you know, series. Now, I'm definitely far from, you know, being in high school. So, like, that stuff isn't, like, that entertaining to me. But I started it, and now, like, the new season came out, so I, like, I watched it. But I really hope that they actually cancel that show because, like, I don't know what else they could do with it. Right. There's another show that got filmed here, too. I mean, most shows do. I think in terms of, like, almost the world, like, things that are filmed. Or let's say, like, just the, like, American region, in a sense. It's, like, it's Georgia, Los Angeles, New York, uh, Louisiana, and then a lot of people just say all throughout, like, Toronto area. Yeah, I know, like, a lot of shows that, like, try to mimic New York yeah. uh, film in Toronto, just because mm-hmm. it, it is cheaper. Um, and I think that, like, we're not as busy as New York to be able to block off streets. Like, we could do it a lot easier here. Like, I know Suits was shot here, and, like, I actually went to school around where they, like, shot Suits, so, like, they would actually close off certain, like, parts of downtown, but because we're a smaller downtown compared to like New York city. It's easier here to close off like one or two streets as opposed to New York. Right. Or the other show was filmed here. Beauty and the beast. I think that got canceled. Yeah. Um, yeah. It did. That one. I remember like they filmed that right where I used to go to school too. Actually in one of like one of the streets, cause like my campus, there was like a few buildings, right. Um, and within the same area and there was one street that they actually blocked off and they put the notice all over the school that if you wanted to go to the other side of this building you had to go like the long way like you couldn't just like cut through the the back street because they had it um closed for uh filming Hmm. and also suicide squad was the very first one was shot here it's like literally on young street like where our like major part of downtown is that movie was shot everywhere (laughs) they have so many reshoots (laughs) So the, the scene where, like, uh, Joker is driving his car really, really fast with Harley in the car and then Batman, like, drops on their car, that street that they're driving on is, like, downtown peak Toronto. And then you know where the, where their, like, airplane falls um, in the first movie? That, like, where it falls and they start walking, that's in Toronto, too. Hmm. I'm pretty sure a lot of other places are in Toronto too, but those are the ones that, um, like, I'd seen like people post that they like saw. And also at that time, my friend worked downtown where like the street was, 
and um, at night when he would close, um, he would see them starting to set up to be able to film. Right. Yeah, this lady needs to get out more. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait a second. So, you We're didn't. We're halfway done this movie. Yeah, thank Just God. Thought I'd throw it out there. Thank God. Jesus. <laughs> so, you've seen Fantastic Beasts too, right? Fantastic Beasts 2? Yes, yeah. I have. Yeah, you thought it was trash, right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like... Not... Why is J.K. Rowling the only person sabotaging her fr franchise? I like. I just think that, to be quite honest, Fantastic Beasts 1 wasn't that great, if I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Yeah, they just... They just weren't that good. Well, hold on. Let's see. I know they made a lot of money. She's just going to keep this thing in like a bathtub. That's what I'm saying. Damn, it almost made like a billion dollars. Well, that was the first one because people are thinking like, oh, it could be good. To be honest, when I watched the first one, uh, and I think that this was like the wrong mentality going in, I expected it to be like a lot more about like Harry Potter and the Wizarding World. Exactly. Um, That's what I wanted it to be on. Right. And I think that the more they make them, they will because they are slowly making those like connections, right? Like especially in the second one. But I just expected there to be more to like grab me to be able to be very interested in like, ooh, this was obviously fantastic pieces before Harry Potter's time, right? So it's like the lead up to it or how it kind of got there and leads in like, you know, some characters are crossover between the stories and it just might make a little bit more sense or paints a bigger picture. But it didn't do that for me. And I don't know if it will because of how shitty it kind of did in the first two but because i did see the first two i will watch any and all the other ones that come out those lockers are even green can we take that in her entire outfit is green <laughs> everything is freaking green
What the hell is this black lady doing? Get the hell out of the way. So you saw what just happened when he injected that thing in his neck and it passed out? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what you did to get Mrs. K's number and address. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. It wasn't you. It was the other you with the neon wig. <laughs> yes, because a like 12-year-old was wearing a neon wig. Getting fired. Oh, God. Really? Oh, my God. Come on. Let's go. There we go. That was the worst guy to do this escape with. Right. Literally. He's like me when I wake up. <laughs> yeah, what an interesting movie. Sometimes I feel like certain certain reviewers or certain people, or let me just say, like, I, I guess just the media. I, uh, just the media. Sometimes when a movie is made by someone and it looks a certain way, I feel like people have people think like they have to like it. They have to appreciate it. Yeah, I really don't know what people liked in this movie so far. I'm going to be completely honest. The entire movie is green. <laughs> That's the takeaway from this movie. <laughs> 
The entire movie is green. Well, let me tell you something. If a movie is going to do that, sometimes I don't mind it as long as it serves its purpose towards the overall story. For example, uh, I said like my number eight favorite movie of all time is Swim Fan. Um, anyone who's seen that movie, it's about a teenager who's a part of the swim team and it's him cheating on his girlfriend and the other girl gets like super attached to him and it's kind of like a um, fatal attraction type thing only teenagers Mm -hmm. so since he's like a swim a swimmer and he's always at the pool the whole movie kind of has this bluish kind of feel to it right but it's not necessarily like a tint throughout the entire film it's done tastefully yeah at least i feel like it right. was. this entire movie is green and listen no hate to the color green green you know they, they could have picked also nicer shades of green yeah so i was gonna say really that. i love green. greens but like, do you think that these are pretty greens The prettiest green that I saw was when they were outside and the guy was showing him the painting and like the trees were like multicolored greens. That was nice greens. You know what another show that has a filter that I cannot stand? What? Okay, it's already a really bad show and I don't want to get into it, but Riverdale. That filter oh my God. Riverdale annoys the shit out of Isn't me. Isn't it like a blue filter? I've only seen a pilot episode. It is like a blue filter. In some like scenes and situations, like it does look nice, but not for the entire goddamn like series it is really annoying sometimes i really wonder what people see in certain tv shows yeah riverdale should have ended like at least two seasons ago it's just you know that those type of shows are a certain type of um is a certain type of TV show made for a certain type of audience, but I'm just very mm-hmm. curious to why someone thought like the Archie comic comic books would be a great adaptation for this type of TV show. Like, I'm not going to lie. The first season was pretty good. Second season was good too. After the third season, I think that they should have ended it. Season four was like, no and i think they're in season five right now or season six they canceled it that show's over no but it has one more season it's been renewed for one more and then it's canceled uh i think yeah because like listen i have watched riverdale but as i said it should have ended like at least two seasons ago but this new season i haven't watched it yet i might binge watch it when it's completely done if I'm ever in the mood for it. Yeah, Riverdale's weird. 
It is. It really is. You know what's a really good TV show that I started during like quarantine what? and ended it? Actually, two shows. Prison Break. Oh, don't get Why me started on Prison Break. <laughs> no, you didn't like it? I've watched probably... I didn't finish season one. I got like probably like eight or ten episodes in. And then at a certain point, I just, I don't know why I stopped watching it. I just stopped watching it. But the from, like, from the fact there's like more seasons, I'm like, I'm willing to guess they didn't break out of prison. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say anything on it other than the fact that, so the series was originally four episodes, four seasons, okay? Right. But because of the way that it ended, I think a lot of fans were very disappointed so years later, think of it becoming like eight years later, they released a season five. Now, season five is completely trash. Oh, for me, always. Prison Break ended at season four. For me, a TV show, when it ends, it needs to be really shocking and it needs to be really, really like, like, well, I hate happy endings. Not for everything. But in general, I hate happy endings. Mm-hmm. So Prison Break ending in season four, the way that they ended it, I think would have been like my top five favorite endings ever mm-hmm. for TV shows. And another TV show that I really liked that I watched was Sons of Anarchy. That was a good show. Yeah, I've been meaning to. I've always, always like kind of like always see that show on, but I never watched it. I heard it's good. Yeah, it is really good, and I would say that and I would say that Sons of Anarchy ended very well too. Like I couldn't think of how else they could have ended it. Well, you know the guy who plays the father. I think I think he's a dad. He's he's Hellboy in the movies. The the big guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's Hellboy. And speaking of suits, I know. Through the course of our friendship, you have done nothing but praise that show. Yeah, I like suits. Why? Well, for me during quarantine, I really got into Burn Notice. Burn Notice. Right, and I know you've never seen that show. No. And the funny thing is, like I've been watching like a lot of like behind the scenes of Burn Notice. And there's always like this ongoing joke between the writers of Burn Notice and the writers of Suits and how they all know each other. And they always try to be like, oh, our show is better. No, 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 no. Our show is pretty much better because technically the two creators of the sh- of both shows are like best friends, apparently. Are they relatively about the same things or no? Well, I think they are because isn't Suits is about um, a FBI guy right and he no. starts what no it's not an fbi guy no. oh <laughs> shoot wait, wait 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 not suits not suits oh i'm sorry i'm thinking a white collar white collar yeah white collar is um fbi i've seen white collar i love it okay wait are you more into white collar or suits to be honest i like both of them well i think those are i feel like those are the same show just about just different things Sorry, that was a little bit louder than what you said. They relatively are the same, like, show. Yeah, the guy, you know, is a white-collar uh, criminal. Uh. Ends up working with the FBI. 
<gasps> he totally ate Did that he cat's cat? head. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah, what's some dumbasses? They <laughs> think they can just keep that thing there. <laughs> Anyway, so suit is about a basically like a kid, not even a kid, um, someone that never finished like college, but is a genius that works for a law firm, mm -hmm. and they basically are lying that he is a lawyer. Okay, that makes sense. Um, they're very similar. One's about law, one's about crime. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and I know White Collar is about an FBI guy who, I want to say he captures a con guy who's, like, really good at his job, and they decide to work together to stop criminals. Yes. yes. So I'm thinking about starting White Collar because I know it's, like, the same format of Burn Notice, just different characters and different stories, and I mm -hmm. absolutely love Burn Notice. It's totally, like already down as like one of my top 10 favorite shows of all time really yeah so burn notice is about a guy named michael weston who was a spy right super good at his job but somebody framed him for something he didn't do so because of that the cia burned him so when it when they burn a spy they erase they pretty much like erase him from like existence you have you have right. no money no no accounts no no nothing there's no trace right because it's like just being fired from your job but since they can't mm -hmm. you know kill you but they don't want you using your knowledge for anything else so they they put him in miami to just keep him there until they figure out what to do with him so now he's just there in miami and he's using like his spy skills to just help everyday people and to also find out who who uh, who burned him. Oh, yeah, it actually does sound interesting because I do like fantastic. Because I did like White Collar. I actually recently rewatched White Collar because it's on Stars, part of Disney Plus. No, it is not. Always, <laughs> it is not on part of Disney Plus. It is. You know the Stars part. Or do you guys not have stars in your Disney Plus? No. Why Why would stars be a part of Disney Plus? I have stars part of Disney Plus. Like, I don't know if that's just a Canada thing, but I have stars part of my Disney um, Plus account. And there's like so many good TV shows and movies featured in Star. And that's how I, uh, that's how I watch my color again. Well, I've been, people have been telling me to go watch Power. I know that's a part of stars. I don't have all the stars. It's just like selective of what's on Disney+. Oh my Plus. god. You have like a bootleg edition of Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Did he just heal him? Have you seen uh, How to Get with Murder? No, I didn't watch that show. I didn't. I didn't, I just didn't feel like that was for me. Now that TV show had 
the perfect ending to a TV show that I've ever seen. It's literally my favorite ending. Hmm. What's the best ending I've ever seen for a TV show? Burn Notice kind of had... Burn Notice ending was kind of like, ugh. All right, that last season of Burn Notice didn't have to happen, but I will say the first six seasons are fantastic. Mm-hmm. That last is season is just, just like... Told me to watch? You said what? Is this the show that you just told me to watch? Yeah, Burn Notice. Burn Notice, okay. Yeah, that last season was basically just like, hey, let's just go on one more adventure. <laughs> <laughs> i know those ones yeah it's just it did it just didn't need to happen i mean it's cool it's cool to see it but yeah but best ending for a tv series now i gotta think um Strange Days at Blake Holsey High doesn't have a bad ending. I really like that show. Um, Oh, you know what? What had a good ending? Wonder Years. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Wonder Years. It's like the TV show from the 80s about this kid and him just growing up in uh, Philadelphia. I might have to look it up. Sometimes when I see like, like the poster of like the movie or the show, or if I know who's in it, I'll remember it better than just the name. Like sometimes I don't remember the name. I have I have like a cool picture of it. I'll send it to you. Let me see if I remember. So, and to think about like other TV shows. Oh, well, that kind of didn't have an ending. But one of my favorite shows is uh, My So-Called Life. That show's incredible. But it didn't really have an ending. This is about to get really weird. Oh, God. (laughs) I put my head down for, like, less than a minute. Okay, I sent it to you. That's a picture of Wonder Years. It's kind of like not necessarily the best picture, but it's something I just have on my phone. Same. No, I never watched this. Yeah, it's a pretty good series. So I will say Scrubs. Well, listen, we don't count season nine, but Scrubs, like when it ended in season eight, that wasn't a bad ending. I never watched Scrubs either. <clears throat> yeah, Scrubs is I've good. I've heard of it. Mm. Um, I think Scrubs is on. I've seen it on one of these platforms. Yeah, oh my it... god, there's a red. Oh my god, she has a red headband and a red shoes. There's color in this. <laughs> I'll say I'll tell you what, Monk. Monk had a great ending. I haven't seen that one either. Oh my god. But I like shows that have like a 
Oh, you know what else was a really good ending? Scandal. Oh, my. See, you're naming all these all these TV shows. <laughs> I just wouldn't watch. Scandal was a good ending. So what was Scandal about? It's like Carrie Washington. Oh, wait. It was, it was Carrie Washington, and she was hired by certain people who are trying to keep, like, scandals on the down low. Yeah. And she, like, solves yeah. their problems. Basically, basically, she was, like, like a scandal crisis specialist. Um, it's not a real job. She used to be a lawyer, <laughs> and, like, she kind of had this, like, firm where she had, like, a whole bunch of um, ex-lawyers, I believe that they were, uh, working for her, and they would try to come up with ways to either spin the story or cover up the story or whatever the case may be. And she was really close with the, warehouse, uh, the White House. Mm-hmm. Um and her relationship with the president at the time is a key factor in a lot of like um like political like secrets and like things like that come out like listen i'm not a big like politics person like at all i find politics boring um and all that but this show made it very interesting and it like um and everything that happened or they talked about is not very like far fetched of what could actually have happened or has happened. Mm. So it was really it was really interesting to see. Ow. Oh, my earphone fell off. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Scandal was good. I've actually watched Scandal twice. I watched it once by myself and then I know my dad likes movie uh, TV shows like this. Uh, so I watched it with him. So what was how many seasons does Scandal have? I want to say five or six. Wow. Could be anything more than that. Okay. Wow. The show went on a lot longer than I what I thought it did. I mean, Scandal could have ended at like four seasons. This Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder crossover is like iconic. What the hell is that butter knife going to do for you? Hmm. I'm trying to think of some shows. Because I know for a fact you're more you're more of a TV person than movies, right? Sure. I mean, I, I enjoy both. But, yeah. I do love TV shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not. Well, yeah, I love both. I would say I'm like equally TVs and movies, but, man, I love watching TV. I'm, I'm currently watching Devious Maids right now. Have you seen that show? No. So, yeah. I'm actually watching another Netflix show. <laughs> Wait, what show? Cursed. It's a little boring, so like I'm stuck on episode four. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. You're watching Cursed? Yeah. Do you ever wish that you could watch it with somebody? If you? Do you want to watch it together? No, I'm, I'm asking you. Do you ever wish you could watch it with somebody? Watch specifically Cursed with somebody? Yeah. When, like, when I mean, you're watching Cursed, you're like... Mm. 
Well, I wish I could watch this with somebody. I mean, because it's boring, yeah. Maybe have someone to talk through or, like, for making it a little bit more fun. Okay, well, guess what? What? Okay. Uh, check your phone. Oh my God, is this your review? Yeah, so I do full episode reviews, which is basically kind of like how we're doing on this podcast for like movies. Only I do that for like TV shows episodes, and it's just me. What episode are you on? You said it's what? What episode are you on? I've only since I found the show very boring and stupid. I only gave it two episodes. Yeah, I. I'm on. I'm started episode four. I haven't even finished it yet. Yeah, it's a that show is extremely boring. And why is it that the protect? Why is it that the friend of the protagonist is more exciting than the protagonist herself? Right. I feel like that woman who plays the protagonist. I know she's in Thirteen Reasons Why. It seems like she should have never been casted for that show. And the girl who the, plays her the best. Witch? No, no, she's not. Wait, is she a witch? The main, the main character. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The girl. Yeah, yeah. So the witch. I feel like the actress who plays her should never have been casted for her. I feel like the uh-huh. girl who plays her best friend should mm-hmm. have been the witch. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I could see that. What the hell is wrong with this lady? <laughs> oh my god. This girl just made like a pool in her bathroom. There's no way that would have happened. Yeah, I don't think that's physically possible. No, especially not with... Uh... She needs help. Yeah, this is not okay. She needs a Tinder date. That's what she needs. Yeah, normally I like Del Del Toro's movies, but this one was never really hitting for me. No. This is this is really boring. So yeah, I'm so I'm watching Devious Maids. Devious Maids is about Four Latin maids. So first off, it's about 
Well, the main characters are four Latin maids, but it's really about um, a maid being murdered. Okay. Inside of a, like a house party. By like, not by, but like a house party in a neighborhood by like rich white people. And her murder was framed by this guy. Now, the guy's mom is like some college professor, and she told her son that she will get him out of jail. She'll do whatever it takes. So she now pretends to be a maid to work for the same rich white couple that hosted that party where she died at. And she now befriended the four, or I guess the three maids, so she can kind of get some more information and try to solve the mystery or whatever. The show is goofy as hell, but what's really good about it, like what's really funny about it, is the rich white people and how they act in society. It's like hilarious. How many seasons is it? Uh, it's like four seasons. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. The show's going on to like eight, nine seasons. I'm like, why? Well, you know, I've kind of said to myself now, after watching so much television, the longer a show goes on for, the worse it's going to get. Yes. I agree with that. And even if a show is still good even after so many seasons, the longer it goes on for, the more likely you're about to see a very, very shit ending. Mm. Yeah, I wonder how they're going to end Grey's Anatomy. I've never seen it, but I swear they're like almost season 17, 18. Well, you know what? I've, I've actually started, I think last year I started Heartland. That's on mm-hmm. Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I'm like middle of season one, and this show is about to premiere their 15th season, and I'm like, I can't even. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's way too much. Like, don't get me wrong, Grey's Anatomy is on my list of shows to watch, and I think I'm only watching it because everybody's seen it, even though I already know, like, half the people die, or I do know, like... Die? Aren't they, like, doctors? Yeah, but they die. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they die. <laughs> yeah, but they die. Um, I still want to watch it, but the fact that it's 17 seasons, I think, is such a turnoff because it's like, oh my god, 17 seasons, like full full episodes, I think it's like 23 each. Like, that's a lot of my time. Yeah, and they're like hour, an hour long with specials. Oh, like, it's on my list, but, like, I'm just, like, constantly skipping over it, and I'm just watching other stuff that either is on my list or, like, new things that come out on Netflix or other things that just seem a little bit more interesting than 17 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. Right. I think it's 17 seasons. It could be, like, 14 or 15. Like, I don't know. No, I'm pretty sure it's 17, because I remember that show started, like, in the early, very early 2000s. Seventeen sounds right. But even with Grey's Anatomy, I'm I get so confused because you know they have like crossover episodes with other TV shows on like ABC. Really? 
Yeah, so the show that's out like now, I'm not sure if it's yeah, I think it's still going on. Called Station Eighteen or Station Nineteen. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah about like firefighters or whatever. So okay. they just like I think last year they just had, or maybe it was earlier this year, they just had a crossover episode with Grey's Anatomy because they like exist in that same universe. Right. Interesting. Right. And then Grey's Anatomy also had another crossover sh- uh, episode with another TV show in that universe. I think I want to say it was like Chicago PD or something like that. That's another uh, like police crime show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All that stuff is too much. Yeah. I started watching The Rookie on ABC. I started watching, I should know if this is on ABC. I started watching uh, New Amsterdam. I actually really like New Amsterdam. I never even heard of that. Oh, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's kind of like Grey's Anatomy, but it is about like doctors in a hospital. But Oh, wait, 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 wait. I think I do know that. No, wait, no, no, never mind. That's a different show. I'm thinking of nurses. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that one. Um, but New Amsterdam, I think they have seasons one and two on Netflix. So I watched them, and I think season three is airing right now on whatever channel it it, it is on. Um, so I'm excited to Netflix to have season three so I can watch it. It's actually, it's actually a pretty good uh, show. I actually got my mom hooked on it. We were watching it together. Um, but yeah, that's like the only Doctor show that I've that I have watched and that I am watching. Like. I'm just not really into, like, the whole doctor, hospital, shows like that. And I think that's another reason that I'm probably constantly putting off Grey's Anatomy. Because it's it's not my cup of tea. I think think New Amsterdam is, like, Canadian Netflix. I try to look it up. It's, like, not on here. Oh. Well, you guys have a lot of better stuff than us. So look at how many freaking medical shows there are. There's Night Shift, a medical police. There's um, Lennox Hill. Like, it's just ridiculous. Chicago Med. I've never heard of any of these. Yeah, it's amazing how many of these shows that are out there and it's like the same shit. <laughs> like Chicago Med is in its fifth season right now. Let me see if I can find how many medical shows we have. Oh, it's a spin-off of Chicago Fire and Chicago PD. That's crazy. What is? Uh Chicago Med. I have police, uh, medical police, New Amsterdam, Grey's Anatomy, uh, Coroner, Ask the Doctor, Endgame, Hospital Playlist, The Surgeon's Cut. <clears throat> so, do you watch Lucifer? I've been seeing that a lot in my like no. recommendation feeds for Netflix. I've never watched it. See, like, I'm into all of that, like, the werewolves, the witches, the vampires, Dracula, Lucifer, everything. But just Lucifer's not attracting me in any way to watch it. 
Right. Right. I don't know. It's always in my suggestions. It's always in, like, my top ten in Canada. Like, but it also got canceled, apparently. Yeah, it did. It did recently get canceled. Yeah, so, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it because it got canceled now. But, I don't know. Ooh, you know what's another show that I recently watched? Actually, two shows that were really good. Peaky Blinders. I'm excited for... Um, season six, I believe it's supposed to come out next year. Peaky Blinders. The last... Yeah. Hmm. Tell me you've heard of Peaky Blinders. No, that sounds like something I would don't want to hear about. <laughs> no, no, no. So Peaky Blinders was basically the British like gangster family. They were worked out in Birmingham, and this was between World War One and World War Two time. And that's exactly how the season one starts. It's after World War One. Um, after the like kids come back or the sons come back from war hmm. and um working in the family, the Peaky Blinders and establishing their like name and their businesses and all that kind of stuff. And the series is supposed to end with World War II starting. Um, so there's going to be one more season coming out next year. Um, but one of the characters actually died. So I don't know how they're going to kill her off the show. Wait, what are the um, actors died? Yeah, she died from cancer oh, God. this year. Helena something. She's the girl that also played in Harry Potter. She was Draco Malfoy's mom. Oh, wow. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. So, um, I'm excited for that. And also, I watched The Crown. The Crown was a really good uh, TV show. Mm, never watched that one. Yeah, you it's definitely watch more TV than me. Royals. Well, me? No, wait, no, 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 no. Wait, I, I'm willing to go out on a limb and say I watch more TV than you. But yes, we just I don't watch so. TV that's the same. The same. Yeah. Or, no, I feel like. So the genres you watch, I watch those too. I just don't watch everything in that genre. <laughs> no, but if it's a genre I like, then, you know, like I'll watch other TV shows that are related to that same genre if it's something that I like. Right. I've just recently finished three seasons of this. So I've been really into Australian TV shows as of recently. I've been watching Australian shows. I just finished three seasons of Ocean Girl, and I love it. Okay. Yeah, it's a show about um, about a, a recently divorced uh, mother of two takes her family with her to live in this underground or underwater kind of city uh-huh. called Orca. And she's like a marine biologist, and they're like, you know, searching, or they're like trying to uh, research whales and understand whales a lot better. So as they're going out to go search for this whale and study it, one of the sons goes with the mom on the boat. And as he's there, he sees this woman or this girl like in the ocean, in the middle of the ocean, like swimming. Mm -hmm. And it's so good. It's like kind of like this mystery suspense and kind of like, I don't know it's so interesting because Ocean Girl herself, you kind of 
don't know what she is, but she can do like some pretty incredible things. Huh. That does sound interesting. Yeah. So I've been watching that. I've been watching um, Cyber Girl about a cyborg lady who is from a different galaxy, a different planet. And she's been watching Earth from afar. And she wants to be engraved into, into like their culture. She wants to be human. So she goes to Australia. She crash lands on Australia uh, to, you know, be be a part of society. But these other two cyborgs from her planet also crash land there. And they're trying to bring her back home, whether, you know, in, in, in peace or in pieces. So, uh-huh. right. And then now she's like kind of using her cyborg powers to kind of like just help people. It's pretty Do cool. these on Netflix? No, these are on. I've been watching these on on YouTube because these are like old Australian uh, TV shows. Mm. Yeah, I'll send you Ocean Girl because Ocean Girl is Ocean fantastic. Girl does sound interesting. Just because I really do like like sea creatures, like sea animals. So, um, that did sound interesting. Can you also send me the other one, the burning? The one that's like white collar. The burning. <laughs> what did you say it was? That doesn't burning sound something. like a TV show, Nora. That sounds like something you should go get checked out for. <laughs> no, but what was this called? It was burning something. It's called burn notice. Burn notice. Thank you. I was close. Okay, so I just sent you Ocean Girl. It's all on YouTube. All four seasons. So I finished the first three seasons. I'm actually pausing on the fourth season. Because you can kind of tell time has passed in the fourth season. Like, a lot of time has passed. So, mm-hmm. I want, like, actual time to pass for me. I want to, like, you know, move on from the show a little bit and then come back and kind of grow as a person. Because that's what the characters are going to be doing. No, if I'm watching a TV show, I'm watching it. Like, I'm binge watching it. Well, okay, I understand that, but you also have to like kind of acknowledge that I feel like binge binge watching as a culture now it's kind of ruined TV, the TV experience for us as people. Uh, definitely, when I was watching TV on like TV, I was more excited. Like I, I could tell that I was obviously more excited about like what would happen next week because of like the cliffhanger exactly you know the story and like to see what's gonna happen right Mm -hmm. but as i'm getting older and like you know not having enough time to actually sit down from let's say like eight to nine and watch a tv show every single week i like now i like the idea that everything is like online and i could just watch it all in one shot and I'm still going to enjoy it because, like, when the episode ends, you're still like, oh, my God, like, like what happened or, you know, what's going to happen? You're going to press next. Like, that excitement is still there. It's just I'm not waiting seven days to see it. The excitement is still seconds. there, but it's also in a sense that's like. Hold on a second. Did this guy just twist off his fingers? I think so. But it's also like you kind of finished a show that was not designed to be watched in two days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I, I see the two. But I don't know, like, 
just because of like, you know, like I said, like working now and like, you know, being an adult, having shit to do and stuff like that. Like I find it hard to, you know, just sit down and like watch a show like only for like an hour, right? Like if I have free time, then like mm-hmm. I'd rather just sit and watch it all at, like once or as much as of it I can, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I I enjoy like this too. Well, that's why I've I've made up a schedule for myself. So every day of the week, I have different shows that I that I watch on my list. Like See? only this type of TV show I would watch Mondays at this specific time. See, when I started to fall behind on my shows, right? Like either I went out with my friends one week or like whatever the case may be, and I have to catch up like online and I didn't I fell behind I used to watch like all of my shows at like once to like catch up Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. now I'm the type of person that if I start a show or I'm watching a show I need to finish it before I start something else like I can't so now like I'm stuck with curse like I need to finish this before you do not need to finish curse let me tell you that show is gonna waste your time it is I know I know it is, but I'm just that type of person that, like, now that I've started it, I'd want to finish it. I don't think that show's being renewed for a second season. I think it got canceled. Really? I think so. No, there's no second season for that show. And that show came out, like, two years ago. Oh, we just got it in Canada, I think, like, a couple months ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me check. There are a lot of... There's a lot of Netflix shows that, like, you guys get first. Like, Spinning Out is another one. Spinning Out came out in the States. Did not do that well. And then it came to Canada a year later. Did really well in Canada. But it was cancelled. So my thing is, is, like, why even bring it in Canada if it's cancelled? Right. And then, well, you know, they're still trying to just get some some streams off of it. Just get some more subscribers or whatnot. But... Um, yeah, I didn't like Curse, and then I started watching The Witcher, um, <gasps> 2. That was good. I didn't, I wasn't too into that. Okay, here's the thing with The Witcher. I had no idea what was going on. Exactly. Until the last three minutes of the last episode, and everything just made sense, and I was like. They didn't even oh. tell us it was a whole fucking flashback. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you. The second episode or the third episode, which is a flashback, which is the witchy girl thing. Yeah. I'm like, I had to pause and actually contemplate. I'm like, hold on a second. What time period is this? Is this the past, the future, the present? It made no sense. There was no date. There was no like, you know, whenever they do, you know, 10 years ago, like they'll write it. Mm -hmm. Like nothing. So I legit thought that I was going crazy watching this TV show that I could not actually stop watching it. Even though as confusing as it was, it made me want to understand it. I kid you not, until the last like two, three minutes of the last episode is when it all made sense. And I was like, oh, I cannot wait for season two. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I, I don't care about it. <laughs> I stopped caring it about it. Well, let me just say this. So you know, like the show's based on books, right? It's based on a book or video game so it's based on a book and then the books no let me just say this again that witcher tv show 
is based on the video game and those video games right. are based on the books. Uh-huh. And the, okay. the video game has a huge following, like a huge following. Like even when the pandemic first started, I brought The Witcher 3 on my on PlayStation because it's so highly regarded as like one of the best video games of all time. And mm. I knew the culture behind it. I knew the story behind it and all the mythology or, or excuse me, the lore of it. So going into the movie or excuse me, the TV show. I felt like the show was so mean to its viewers in terms of like, they didn't explain shit at all. They're just like, this is the world. This is your characters. Here's the adventures they're going to go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was very, I would agree with the lack of explanation or like any, any explanation at all. But, it was what 10 episodes eight episodes mm-hmm. the first season yeah i'm not gonna lie though the very end was worth it at least in my opinion when it all came together and i fully understood what was going on i was like holy shit this makes sense now i'm excited right now that like and also like halfway through like obviously when it was in the past um like eventually I could catch on that it was in the past, but I would always be like, well, they never mentioned that it's in the past. So is it, is it not? Am I just making it up? But along the way you could, you could tell that it was the past, but because there was no explanation, I was kind of second guessing myself. I couldn't tell until someone told me. You couldn't tell until someone told you. No. Well, when it was the first episode, when it was like a flashback and the witcher was at, um, he was at the queen's, uh, party or something yes. and you kind of saw the yes. queen again i'm thinking like oh that actress looks just like the queen that that died in the, like the first episode and someone told me like no that's because it is this is a flashback i'm like what <laughs> like how about explaining that shit <laughs> just say just say 12 or like years earlier uh, yeah exactly that would have saved a lot of confusion but I don't know. I'm excited for season two. And I saw that, like, in Netflix, you know how it says, like, um, like new and popular or whatever? Mm-hmm. And it tells you, like, what's coming up. Um, the Witcher, I think, is coming up in December. Yeah, it is. It's really soon in December. For it. I was like, remind me, because I'm really excited to see season two. Yeah, it's definitely releasing in or December. Lock and Key was a good show, too. Oh, I, I, I know that one. Then. I didn't watch it though. Uh, it's shot in Canada, I believe that one too. If I'm not mistaken, that one was interesting. It was a really interesting concept for a show. Season two is coming out in October. I'm excited for that. Let's see if they can keep up the. Yeah, lot interestingness. After their dad's murder, three siblings move with their mom to his ancestral estate where they discover magical keys that unlock powers and secrets all right so yeah that's cool and all but that description sounds like every other thing they're trying to put out now it does i'm not gonna lie but it was a really cool concept that like these keys open up certain doors and like either they like they said they have magical powers or like it does something or it leads to like a different dimension like it's just really interesting on how they find the keys and like how they're 
I guess, using the key's powers. Right. Um, and stuff like that. I'm gonna show- It's like, what, 10 episodes for, like, 30 minutes? Right. Alright, I'm gonna send you- minutes. I don't know. I'm gonna send you a miniseries that you'll love, because it's basically that, only 20 times better. So, this one's called, um, The Door. No, no, no. I think it's called The Room. So this show... The room I've heard of. Okay. Well, I'm going to send it to you, and then you can tell me if you, you've seen it or not. Yeah, it's called The Lost Room. Oh, no, I haven't read it. Okay, I just sent it to you. It's so good. It's about... So it's about, like, this um, police officer who stumbles upon this key that he got from some case, right? And this key can open any door and it leads mm-hmm. to this vacant um, motel room. And in this motel room, it's kind of like you're in between worlds. And he discovers that this key is just one of like hundreds of items that do really weird things, but it all leads up to something. That does sound very interesting. So it's like, for example, like the key can open any door, but it always, always leads to. It can open any door and it can get you anywhere in the world. But it all leads to this um, vacate motel motel room, right? So then there's this thing called, um, for example, uh, what's it going? So there's like the pin. There's a pin that if you click it towards someone, it would like literally just burn them into ash. And then you have something that's like a, a train card. And if you swipe it at somebody, they will like teleport to Mexico at a certain part in Mexico. Huh. That does sound interesting. Right. And it's so... You it, sent it to me? Yeah, yeah I sent it to you. And it, it gets so good to the point where, like, um, the guys... So when you open the door and it leads you to the vac- vacant room or whatever, his daughter used to put things in there and she would close the door and open it and the things would disappear. So anything that doesn't belong in that room originally will disappear. disappear. Right. Unless it's go. one of the special items. Because those special items all originated into that motel room. They belong to it. Right. So then plot there was a um not necessarily a plot plot twist. Like it's just like kind of what sets it in order. His daughter gets trapped in the room and someone closes the door on her. So she's like disappeared. So now the only way to get her back is he has to find all of these items that belong into the motel motel room and like reverse the effects. That does sound very interesting. It is fucking awesome as shit. <laughs> no, no, that does sound really interesting. You're right, it does sound like a better version of Kiano, walking key. Yeah, it's awesome as shit. And meanwhile, as we're all talking about this, the movie has ended. <laughs> yeah. So normally when the movie ends, I like to ask the person, because this podcast is all about having an appreciation for movies that we necessarily don't really like or don't care to see, but other people do. Mm-hmm. So I know it's very hard because we were talking through most of it and it didn't really g- gauge our attention. But could you rate this movie on a scale of one to ten and... Could you find something that you appreciate about it? Um, 
I'd probably honestly give this movie like a four out of ten. Okay. Like my one comment is that everything is green in this movie. <laughs> that was really annoying that everything was green. Yes, we did talk through the movie, but usually like whenever I'm watching friend like uh, watching movies like with my friends like at each other's houses and it's something that we haven't watched, we are talking through it, but yet we are paying attention to the movie and we still enjoy it. Right. You know, I obviously did try to pay attention to this movie as much as I possibly could while we were talking. But it it really did not, you know, it did not really interest me in any way. If I'm gonna be completely honest, it was quite boring. Very, right. very, very, very. I boring. thought it was boring when I first saw it in theaters. Yeah, like very boring. Now, if there was something that you said that I did like about it or appreciated about it, I don't know. The sea monster guy did look pretty cool. Exactly, that's that. totally Del Toro's thing. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It looked pretty cool. Like when it first came out, I was like, "Shit, this thing has like a six pack." Like, fuck. But it did look cool. Um, like the creature itself. I don't even know what the creature's name was. If it ever actually gave oh, it a name. Yeah, I don't think it had a name. Um, which that's kind of disappointing to not know what the name of it was or you know what they call it. Then just if it's a main part of the movie, it should have a name at least. Um, but yeah, I would say like just the the creature itself looked pretty cool but other than that the whole goddamn movie was green yeah white so if you thought the creature looked cool then you should watch pan's labyrinth because you'll see nothing but creatures like that only amped up to like a thousand they look incredible Mm -hmm. and it looks so awesome you've already sent me so many other movies and tv shows just send me that one too so i can add it to my list yeah i'll just send you a picture of it because i don't know if it's anywhere yeah, this was just not not that great of a movie. <clears throat> yeah, so on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm going to give it a 5. I thought, because this will be my second time watching it, and I kind of mm-hmm. briefly talked about this during the movie, but I, I can't understand certain movies, or I don't like certain movies to have a checkbox to fill out, and they have a somewhat of an agenda they like to bring in their movies, or rather if it's TV shows, and they they put these agendas in this media so it can be regarded as such quote unquote good content. So for example, this movie showed a lot of people will say this movie is uh, LGBT positive and that blows my mind. Because there's just one tiny little scene of the guy that said that he's gay and he tried to make a pass at the waiter guy at the diner. Yeah, I would not categorize this as an LGBT like movie or Right. But that's what like anything. But that's what people would say. They say like, Oh, this movie has that the same what they would say with Ladybird. And then they would also say this movie um talks about racism. This movie is, you know, it's you know, it's Black Lives Matter positive. <laughs> and it, yeah, no. Yeah, it's just it's very interesting that movies do that. And I don't know. I find it in my in my opinion, I find it a bit disrespectful. Yeah, like if the movie doesn't, you know, isn't like fully about, you know, the LGBTQ or like Black Lives Matter, then it shouldn't be categorized as those types of movies because they're not 
Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. No, this movie's definitely getting like a four out of ten. That was not was not good at all. Yeah, I, I agree. So I give this a five. I think Del Toro has done some incredible work in his career. Obviously, this ain't it. And obviously, he should have worked on this story a little bit better. Or if he... I mean, we never heard the end story of if he really did plagiarize the script for the movie. If he did, then honestly, he should have stolen some better material. Because <laughs> that's just... At this point, how do you steal someone's idea or you steal someone's story and it's still trash? Yeah, right? Yeah, that's just embarrassing. So, I mean, other than that, I don't really have anything else to say about it. I don't think the acting was bad. I think all these actors, I've seen them in other stuff. So they're good actors. Mm -hmm. But this movie wasn't really for acting in a sense. Agreed. The acting wasn't uh, like the issue. Because, um, like, you know, like, obviously there are, like, bad movies and, like, the acting is just so bad that, like, you're like, what the hell? No, the, I don't, I didn't find the acting to be um, an issue for this movie. It was definitely more of, like, the story. It just didn't make sense. Mm. I mean, let me be honest. I mean, it made sense. It just was boring. Yeah, it just didn't matter. I feel like any Gordon Ramsay yeah. show you can watch and you'll feel more invested into the to characters. Or did it contestants in in that little 30-minute to an hour cooking show? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this this movie needs to work on that. But, um, yeah. So that was the full episode podcast. That was Shape of Water 2017. I want to give a big shout-out again to you, Noor, for for joining me and doing doing Oh, thank you. Oh, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I'm sorry that the movie was too green for you. Oh my god, it was so great. And, you know, I'm sorry that I put you on blast for stalking our elementary teacher. And not stalk our elementary teacher? Which is funny, because I didn't even hear from her at all. Which makes me think something happened to her. And I'm afraid to ask you if something happened to her. Because then I'll feel like I would go missing. (laughs) <laughs> if I keep no. asking you questions. <laughs> no, like, to, to be honest, like, after the first year that I moved back from Atlanta, I didn't have any communication with her. So, like, I, I generally don't know where she is or what she's doing. It's been years. It was just the first year, though, when I moved back that I had... Um, Wait, when did you move back? 2005. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was way, way, way long ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I moved back in like right when school ended, which was like what May of two thousand five, and yeah, like I would say to like two thousand six, maybe like two thousand seven, like a little bit of that I had, like you know, like a few emails back and forth with her, but other than that, no, I haven't talked to her in years. I don't know where she is, what she's doing. Well, she's doing. I'm sure she's doing her best efforts to stay alive and trying to stay away from you. <laughs> she did her best <laughs> efforts to change her email and her address. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, um, so yeah, that that's the uh, that's the podcast, uh, Starfighters. Thank you for listening, and I will see you on the next one. But until then, victory or death, Starfighters. <laughs>